Well, hello and welcome to Vaughn Forest. It's great to see so many of you here on our campus. I want to welcome everybody joining us online. If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name's Adam, one of the pastors here. I'm glad you're here. I've missed you guys. It's been a few weeks. Uh, well, not a few weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. We were out of town uh, last weekend, so I'm really grateful for Chad uh, Boak, who got the new year started right. My new year got started right the previous evening. Can I get a go dogs? Anyway, so that was kind of fun for me, but we were out of town for a few days, uh, my wife and I, and uh, I'm grateful for the time that we were able to get away. Thank you. We've got such an awesome team that kind of hold the fort down while we're away. So let me tell you while we were away, and I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of a, a heads up here. You're going to have to clap in a second. So everybody get your clapping hands ready, okay? So we were away because this past Tuesday, we celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary. That's your cue. Here we go, all right? Yeah, that's awesome, okay? So uh, we had a blast, and I'm really glad my parents uh, and Morgan's parents, they kind of did tag team at the state line between Georgia and Alabama coming back and forth to take care of our boys, and uh, we had a good time. And all kind of like celebration and kind of fun and kidding aside, I'm just grateful um, to be a pastor at a church that says, yes, celebrate, have a great time. Y'all go enjoy your 20th wedding anniversary. Chad can teach, we'll run everything. And uh, there's a lot of pastors just don't have that, and I don't take that for granted. So let me just say, Thank you. But here's the deal. Since I hadn't talked in a couple of weeks, you may be here for a while. Right, so get comfortable because I'm excited. We're kicking off this new series today called Now is the Time. Now, if you call Vaughn Forest home, that's not a new phrase. If you're new today, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We're so honored you're here. Let me give you a little bit of context of what the phrase now is the time means. Every year, about the middle of November, our church family enters into about a 12-week time period where we sacrificially give above and beyond our regular tithes and offerings to some ministry initiatives for the upcoming year. So we started this back in November, five ministry initiatives that we've been giving to for 2023. So let me kind of give you an update of where we are with the offering, and then I'm going to talk about what this now is the time uh, these initiatives now mean for us during the month of January. So many of you have already given, so let me just say thank you. Again, the goal is $200,000, and as of the end of this week, and I know that because Hardy, our executive pastor of operations, his team, they do such a great job, he emailed me this, and when my plane landed, it was one of the first things I saw. So thank you, Hardy. It made, made, made my day. So as of the end of the week, we have given so far as a church family, $150,000. Now that's worth celebrating. That's awesome, okay? So great job. Thank you so much to all of you have given. Uh, we're on the home stretch. I think we're gonna hit that goal um, of $200,000, fully fund these five ministry initiatives for the new year. So let me tell you what we're doing in January. We're really addressing each one of these initiatives each week in here from kind of a vision perspective, from a biblical perspective, why is it that we're taking these initiatives on? Why is it that we feel like God is calling us to step into these? And so each Sunday in here, we'll be talking about them. So I wanna talk real quick, I wanna hit the four initiatives that I'm not talking about today, okay? So each Sunday in January, a different one of these initiatives we'll talk about, and then I'll tell you the one that we're gonna spend our time focusing on today. So first of all, now is the time, first initiative that we feel like God's calling us to expand our fourth and fifth grade life group ministry space. Now, what does that mean? Life groups are a big part of everything we do as a church. In fact, starting next Sunday, if you're not in a life group, you will have the opportunity to sign up to be in one uh, during this spring semester. So whether it's children's ministry, student ministry, adult ministry, we believe that spiritual growth happens in the context of 
community. This is no different for our fourth and fifth graders. Here's the challenge. They keep inviting their friends to church. Now we're really excited about that, but what's happened is they've outgrown their space for their life group. And this is where the life-changing conversations happen. So we've chosen some different space on our campus. We're renovating it. We're updating it. I actually walked through it yesterday and a lot of stuff happened while I was out of town. It looks really awesome. So we're kind of getting close to it being finished and ready for them to start using in February. So that'll be one of the ministry initiatives. We're going to talk about the importance of life group and community on a Sunday. And all of you who have given, you already know that's part of what you're giving went to. The second initiative is to, uh, now's the time to upgrade some technology around here. Now, I'm not really good with technology. Our team likes to make fun of me about that. But those of you who are know the importance of it, whether it's what we're doing in here in this room, and then more importantly, what that allows us to do online. And over the last six months, God just opened up some opportunities for us. We didn't plan for, we didn't put it like on a strategic list on a dry erase board. God just opened up these opportunities, two of which are we are now the worship service for two different house churches in a country on another continent uh, where people aren't supposed to be meeting for church. And God just opened up this opportunity and we wanna step through that door faithfully and uh, meet this need. So we gotta just make a few tweaks and some changes and upgrades with our technology. The third initiative, we believe now is the time God is calling us to serve our immediate community of East Montgomery and Pike Road with greater levels of compassion and generosity and care like never before. These are the people God's called us to reach. And uh, whether that's partnering with our local schools, like we do so much with the Pike Road schools or even some of the other schools here in East Montgomery, other entities and organizations here in our community, there are lots of people who need to meet Jesus. And a lot of people who need to meet Jesus think that the church wants something from them. And what we wanna be really loud and clear about is the church doesn't want something from you. We believe God wants something for you. And we're the people that he's actually sent to show you that by simply loving you, serving you with no strings attached. And so this isn't anything new to the life of Law Forest, but we're just gonna up this into greater levels of generosity in the new year. And then the last initiative that I'm not talking about today is we believe now is the time God is calling us to answer what I've kind of termed our for such a time as this moment with Roe versus Wade being overturned in our lifetime. And when that happened back in June, I came in here that Sunday and I said, this is not a political issue. The world has tried to turn this into a political issue. This is a gospel issue. This is a biblical issue that every life has worth and every life has value. And what we know as the people of God is that in every community, and listen, we can't address what's happening in every community, but God's placed us here. So we're going to address this in the river region, that there are people in 2023 who in a very real way are walking through the fear and the anxiety of an unplanned pregnancy. And we want to be God's people to meet them right where they're at. Again, no strings attached, no expectation. We just simply want to love with the love of Jesus. And we know this is bigger than anything that we can just tackle as one church. So we're partnering with a number of other churches and a number of other organizations here in the River Region, many of whom we have partnered with for years. And so Sunday, January 22nd is the Sunday that has traditionally been um, set aside as Sanctity of Life Sunday. And this is the first year that Sanctity of Life Sunday will take place on the other side of Roe versus Wade being overturned. So when you come here on Sunday, January 22nd, there will be booths set up all over the lobby, different organizations that we've invited to be on our campus that day. So that you're gonna see a lot of the different partnerships and a lot of the different things we're gonna be doing. We're gonna have foster care training here on our campus during the month of January 
into February, there's going to be lots of different ways that we can answer this call as a church. And we really believe God is calling us to step into that. So those are the other four initiatives I'll be talking about each Sunday. So let me just challenge you up top. Make it a goal to be here each Sunday, be on our campus. There's going to be lots of things happening on our campus. Obviously, if you can't be here, um, you can join us online. But let me tell you what we're going to talk about today. This is kind of the fifth, fifth initiative and where I want us to spend the rest of our time today. Now is the time to launch a special needs ministry at Vaughn Forest Church. There's some message notes inside your bulletin. I'm going to ask you to grab those. If you're joining us online, you can access them right here at vaughnforest.com. And what I want to do today is I want to lay a biblical foundation for why. Why is it that we believe it's important to have a special needs ministry at Vaughn Forest Church? Biblically, where do we get our guidance from. So I'm excited to share that with you, but I thought before we jumped into that, it would be helpful for you to hear a little bit of the backstory. So there's been a group of people around here for years who have had a heart for this, and really over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of conversations that have started, a lot of prayer that has gone into this. And I would say as the last two years moved into the last six to nine months, God really began to show us some of the people that he had brought to, into our church family that could really help lead this initiative moving forward. And so I thought it would be good for you to get to hear from them a little bit this morning. Or how did we get here and, and what is this going to look like moving forward? So before we get into the biblical foundations for this new ministry, take a look at this video. Well, hey, Vaughn Forest Church, I am so excited that it is 2023, and I'm here to talk to you today about our Now is the Time special offering. There are five different ministry initiatives that you probably have heard about going towards this Now is the Time special offering, and the one I want to talk to you about today is our ministry that is going to be helping to serve individuals with special needs and their families. You're giving to our Now is the Time special offering. Those resources are going to help us equip our facility and equip our folks here at Vaughn Forest Church to serve those individuals with special needs and their families. Recently, I had the opportunity to sit down with a couple of folks in our church uh, that have experience and expertise serving those individuals and their families. So I want you to check out this quick video to hear about how we as a church can come alongside them, how we can help reach them. And again, I cannot wait to see all that God is going to do through this special offering in 2023 and beyond here in East Montgomery, Pike Road in the River Region. Uh, my name is Beth Long, and Brad and I run a nonprofit called Works of Wonder Therapy. And its primary need is it's basically just a psychology clinic for kids. I have a doctorate in counseling psychology, and then I went back to school to learn how to do more detailed what I do now. My name is Meredith Mitchell. Some of you might know me as Miss Meredith because I do volunteer here at Vaughn Forest in the children's ministry. Some of you might know me as Mrs. Mitchell because I am a special education lead learner at Pike Road Elementary School. I have been doing this for over 20 years and it is just my privilege and passion to get to work with students with unique needs. I think the biggest thing that they face, honestly, underneath it all, the biggest thing that they face is isolation. We get it like an hour every other week with the child, but we're still not getting to the parents. Some of these families stay at home all the time. You know, I mean, we take for granted going to eat with our children or going on vacation or, or you know, just running to the store. One of the biggest needs in the community here is coming alongside the families and giving them the support that they need. Whether it's the beginning of the process or maybe towards the middle or the end, parents need to know that they're not alone and that they have the support from other people in the community to help them along this journey. This, this is real. It's a significant need. And the, and the role of the church is to be the hands and feet of Jesus. 
So over the last couple of years, the Lord has brought a lot of families to our church who have either kids or people with special needs. So what became very apparent to us over the last couple of years is like there is a need in our community um, where parents want to get connected within church, um, but if they don't have a space for their child or their adult with special needs where they feel comfortable leaving them for a service hour, they're not going to come back. And so what became very apparent for us is we need to create that. We need to create a space and we need to create an opportunity for the people of On Forest Church to serve within this ministry, um, to come alongside these families and serve these kids and these adults. In the Bible, it says in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 and 11, that each of us should use whatever gift that we have received to serve others. And if we do, that we do it with God's strength that He's going to provide. So people who want to volunteer or want to help in these ministries, know that the Lord is going to provide you with that strength that you need. Know that the Bond Forest Church is going to come in and do some trainings with you to help you learn how to interact with these children who have unique abilities. Our special needs ministry will be called VF Buddies, and our goal is that the people at Bond Forest Church are serving as a volunteer, um, buddied up one-to-one -one ratio with our people with special needs, um, whether that is in a classroom or it's serving in an area of our church. We wanted to create a really fun space for our friends to, uh, whether they are five or they're 25. So our goal is that these individuals are included within the body of our church. They, they are gonna hear the love of Jesus every single week, whether that is um, in a video that we're able to show them, whether it's through worship music, or whether it's our volunteers just pouring into them. So to be a part of our VF Buddies ministry, um, there will be, of course, a background check um, and just a heart for serving. And then there will be some training. We don't wanna just throw our people in Bond Forest into, you know, serving somewhere they don't feel comfortable. But um, yeah, anybody that has a heart for hanging out with kids or adults with special needs and just pouring into them and sharing the love of Jesus and just being there for them, we would love for them to serve. Every child is going to need a buddy. And every child's gonna have to have somebody who that's their person that they feel safe with and, and that they know really well and that that person knows the child's strengths and weaknesses and what they like and don't like. And um, so, it, so it takes a lot of people to do it really well. You know, I've had families come back to me and you see them and they've grown so much and they give you this big hug and they just say, thank you, you've changed my child's life. And, and it, that's the blessing that I can say that you will have if you come alongside us and volunteer here to be a buddy is that these children are going to be a bigger blessing to you. Um, and so I hope that everybody gets to be a part of it and be a blessing to those families. We are thrilled and excited to see what the Lord is gonna do. And so I'm grateful to those guys for sharing kind of the backstory um, on that. So grab your message notes, and I want to spend the rest of our time kind of laying a biblical foundation. Now, here's why that matters. Uh, the principles I'm going to share with you today are going to be displayed in our VF Buddies ministry area. The passages of Scripture that these principles come from will also be displayed in this ministry area. Uh, these verses will be prayed over the individuals that we serve in this ministry area. They'll also be prayed over the individuals who are doing the serving in this ministry area. And in many ways, these principles are, are the commitments that we are making as a church family to the individuals that we believe God is calling us to serve through this new ministry. So if you're taking notes, let me ask you to jot them down. There's four of them today. Here's the first one. Our first commitment that we're making in our VF Buddies ministry is that we want these individuals, individuals to know that they were created by God. 
that they were created by God. So if you're taking notes, you can jot that down. You were created by God. And, and, and that may be something that uh, seems obvious, but we have to start with that foundation. That every life has value and every life has worth and every life matters simply because everyone was planned and created by God. Now, here's the biblical foundation for this. It comes from the book of Psalms in the Old Testament, chapter 139, starting in verse 13. For you created, for you created in my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. What an amazing verse. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Every single life has value, has worth, simply because that life was created by God. And we want the individuals who we serve to know that foundationally. You were created by God. You were created in God's image. Your life matters. Your life has worth because you were created by him. Here's the second commitment that we're making in this new ministry area. We want these individuals to know that God has a purpose for your life. God has a purpose for your life. Church, so many times we let unintentionally the world steal our narrative. Can I tell you what the narrative of the world is? That people's life has a purpose as long as fill in the blank. There is no as long as. There are no clarifiers. There are no parenthetical statements to attach to this. God has a purpose for your life, period. That's true for everyone. But for many in our world and in our community and our society, they are evaluated and they are judged and they are looked upon differently and the conclusion is reached, there must not be much of a purpose here. That is not the message of God's word. That is not the heart of a Christ follower. And we've gotta be loud and clear about this with the individuals we've been called to serve. Look at this passage. This will be displayed in our VF Buddies ministry area, Ephesians 2.10. We're God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Leave this verse up here for a second. I hope someone's told you lately that God planned good things for you to do. I'll say this with as much compassion and kindness as, as, as I hope I can articulate this with. So give me some grace if it doesn't land the way I want it to in my heart. There are individuals in our community who are functioning with a limited cognitive ability. And for many of those individuals, no one's told them that God has planned good things for them to do. And see, this is part of where it really becomes important for those of us who are Christ followers to make sure we are walking through this life with an eternal perspective. See, what we believe is that life here on this earth is temporary. And that those of us who have been rescued, redeemed, and saved by the blood of the Lamb and have experienced salvation and have been born again will spend eternity with God in heaven. Not only will we spend eternity with God in heaven, we will spend eternity with God in heaven with one another, and here's the fun part, and resurrected bodies. What does that mean? No more limitations. No more hurt. No more 
pain, no more functioning at a limited level, whatever that might look like for whatever individual we may be speaking of. And part of what we have to be reminded of, church, is that while we're walking through this life here on this earth that is not our home, to walk through this life here on this earth that is not our home with an eternal perspective. And it's incumbent upon us to make sure we are letting these individuals know, hey, here's the thing. You're God's masterpiece. Hey, here's the truth of God's word. He has good things he's planned for you. But here's the reality of that, church. We have to come alongside and help them step into those good things. Serve them. Help them step into recognizing and realizing and putting into practice the good things that God planned for them. And that's part of what we will do in this new ministry. Let me give you the third commitment we're making. God wants to display his power through you. It's so good. Someone says, I don't understand why a good God who's sovereign and reigns on, on high and is in control of everything even allows something like this to happen to me. What, what's really going on there? And I've got more questions and answers. And, and, and listen, that's gonna be part of the heart of this ministry is with families who struggle and hurt and have pain and have big questions of a great God that, that we can lovingly walk with these families through those tough questions. That, that's part of the heart of this ministry. But foundationally, church, here's the thing. While we may not have all of the answers to all of the big questions, Jesus in John chapter nine took an opportunity to give us some insight into answering perhaps maybe why sometimes situations that we can't quite comprehend the why behind the what, God has a greater purpose in them. So let me take you to John chapter nine where Jesus shows us this. Starting in verse one, as he went along, who's he? He is Jesus, so we're just gonna take out he, we're gonna use Jesus to make it clear, okay? So as Jesus went along, Jesus saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? You may think, wow, these guys aren't very sensitive at all. I mean, why on earth would they ask Jesus that? And, and that's kind of us reading our kind of cultural lens into the text. But you got to realize if you're alive in the first century and if you're a Hebrew and you're a Jew and you, you've sat under Pharisees and rabbis and Sadducees and other people teaching you the Old Testament, what we now know is the Old Testament, this was the theolo theological belief of the day that if someone had a limitation, an ailment, blindness in this example, the reason was because somebody had sinned and God was punishing someone. The disciples weren't being mean-spirited here. They were actually trying to get better at theology. Like, hey, Jesus, I mean, if there's anybody that could answer this question, it's you. That's why they call him rabbi. They knew who he was. So who sinned? Give us the final answer, either or. Is it this guy or is it his parents. And in typical fashion, Jesus doesn't answer the question the way that they asked it. Jesus says neither. You guys are looking for an either or. It's neither. Neither this man nor his parents sinned. This happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. That's powerful. And if you keep reading John chapter 9, Jesus heals the guy the guy ends up going before the Pharisees and giving a testimony about Jesus. Pharisees who could see, but they couldn't see that Jesus was the Messiah are being taught by someone who previously could not see, but now he can see and he can also see that Jesus is the Messiah. And the point that Jesus wants us to see today is that all of this is happening so the power of God can be displayed through him. The individuals who we serve in this ministry, 
that truth will be foundational for us to help them see. Hey, God wants to display his power through you, his love through you, his grace through you, his kindness through you, his might through you, his care through you, his compassion through you, that their purpose and one of the things that God is going to do through them is show others him through them. That's foundational to this ministry. And then the fourth commitment that we're making with our VF buddies is that we're here to love you and honor you. And that's what we've been called to do as brothers and sisters in Christ. We are called to love one another and we are called to honor one another. Let me give you the biblical foundation for this. Romans 12:10. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. It's a both end. So yes, we love, but we also honor. And we will do that in this new ministry area. And, and, and I hope you can tell I'm excited about this. There's a lot of prayer that's gone into this. There's a lot of planning that's gone into this. But even with all of that, let me tell you right now, there's still some things we don't have all the answers to. And we're okay with that. We would rather move forward with a, a, a decent plan than wait till we have a perfect plan. We just don't think that that's the way that God's called us to move. So we're moving, okay? There's still a lot of things we're gonna figure out along the way. We're excited about that. So I'm super fired up, okay? The other thing I'm super fired up about, and this is um, something that we're just kind of announcing today for the first time, is that we are also having the opportunity to be a part of Night to Shine this year. And, and I think in God's providential sovereignty, these things are coming together at the same time and the same week, and I'm super fired up about it. So let me tell you a little bit about Night to Shine, okay? In fact, we're gonna show a video here in a second that's gonna do a whole lot better job than me talking about it, but let me try to set this up for about 60 seconds if I can. Night to Shine was started back in 2015 by Tim Tebow, and it is one night a year that literally is happening all over the world and lots of different churches host sites, and it's an evening with the intent to honor individuals with special needs. And the evening is built around being like a really big fun celebration. And think about growing up along the way. You probably got to do some pretty special things along the way. Like, you know, hopefully, like at some point, like you went to prom. Now, if you didn't go to prom, I'm sorry for bringing it up. Or if the person you asked to prom said no, my bad, okay? But hopefully, you got to kind of do a couple of really nice things along the way. Well, sometimes individuals who have special needs, they haven't gotten to experience those. Just those experiences. And, and so Tim Tebow came up with this idea and it, it, it launched in 2015 and it's just grown into this incredible, incredible thing. In fact, four years ago, Morgan and I got to be a part of one and it was phenomenal. And we recently found out that we get to be a part of it here in, in Montgomery, and we are really excited about that. So I've got some logistics to kind of share with you, um, and I'm gonna share those logistics with you. But the video that you're about to watch is the recap video from 2020, because for the last two years, it hasn't really functioned the way it had the previous five years because of the pandemic. It was a little bit more of kind of a drive-through experience. And so 2023 is the first year that it's kind of back to what it was before. So the video you're about to watch is what we are going to do in just a few weeks. So I'm really fired up about it. Again, I'll share all the details with you in just a second. But take a look at this video. Every heartland, farm town, fence, post, sun, every west coast, big break queen, 
All your high-rise skyline concrete kids, every zip code in between. Grab your first time front porch pounding heart and gas up your Chevrolet. Cause the sun's half gone and it won't be long till we make our getaway. This is our time, our night to shine. Oh, take my hand, hold on tight. Don't look back to the morning, let the world go. Praise be slow. Tell tomorrow not to hurry, we're just fine. This is our night to shine. Been a flower. Your favorite pair of denim, patched up knees and faded blue. Told two twenties in your pocket, kiss your mama at the door. Take a picture, perfect postcard, and send it out across the world. This is our. So it's going to be an awesome, awesome evening. So let me give you some logistics. Let me give you some details. Let me tell you how you can be a part of it. So this is going to be on Friday, February the 10th. And if you want to be a part of serving at our Night to Shine, all you have to do is write Night to Shine on the prayer request line on the back of your connection card. Now, if you're joining us online, you can access the connection card and you can type that in. If you want to write Buddy or if you want to write Night to Shine. So let me tell you what this is going to look like, okay? So Friday, February 10th, which in only God's sovereignty, that's the 
the Friday after we're launching our new VF Buddies ministry, we're partnering here locally with Thorington Road Baptist Church. This is a great opportunity for two churches uh, to come together and partner, and it's gonna be hosted at Wind Lakes Country Club. So Wind Lakes does such a great job doing many things in our community. It's just right across the street, uh, or kind of technically down the street, um, here for our church. So everything you just saw in that video, that's what it's gonna look like. So they're really clear about having a, a, sim, a same experience in every single country and all of the different events. So red carpet, lights, all of the different things. So let me tell you what I've committed us to. And, and I just did this, okay? I, I didn't ask, I just said, we're gonna do it, all right? Do you ever, sometimes you volunteer, sometimes you're voluntold. So this is me now saying you're get, about to get voluntold, okay? I signed us up to supply all the volunteers, okay? So the logistics of all of this, Thorington Road's really handling all that, which praise God, because there's a lot of logistics to go into this. And uh, we are on the line to supply all of the volunteers. So, so what does that mean? I've already had some folks ask some questions this morning. If you want to be a buddy, then you need to be an adult. So what is a buddy? This is what Morgan and I did four years ago. A buddy is you're assigned someone for the evening and you basically get to be with them for the entire evening and, and help create a great experience for them. And if you're a buddy, you gotta get dressed up. So guys, that means you're wearing a suit or you're wearing a tux. And ladies, you gotta wear a really nice dress. And if your husband hasn't brought you a really nice dress in a while, smack him on the back of the head and tell him to get his act together, okay? Go buy her a nice dress because she's gonna be a buddy at night to shine. Now, if you have a teenager and you're like, man, I really want my teenager to be a part of this. You probably saw through the video, there's a whole red carpet team welcoming everyone. There's a karaoke team. There's like a nail thing where people get their nails done. All this, there's a shoe shining station. There's all kinds of things that are happening to make this an incredible experience. And we're gonna have lots of different volunteer teams to make this evening happen. We will do a training before then. You're not just gonna show up that Friday night and, and kind of not know what to do. We'll make sure you're prepared. I've already had some people asking me, hey, I, I've got a, a hookup with a dealership here that can get fancy cars to drive people around. How can we make that happen? Yes, was my answer. How do we make it happen? I'll let Hardy and Chad figure that out, okay? So there's a lot of details we're still figuring out, but I think this is gonna be amazing. And I think there are some families in our community that are gonna feel special. And when they find out that we have launched this ministry simultaneously with this event, here's what they're also gonna hear. There's a church that loves you. And there's a church that wants you to be a part of our church family. So I'm gonna ask our worship team to come out and they're gonna lead us in one final song. And as they lead us in one final song, I just have a really simple request for you. Would you ask God, how do you want me to be a part of this? In fact, would you go ahead and bow your head as we kind of ask him that together? See, for some of you, the question that you're about to ask God, he may lay on your heart that he wants you to serve, to be on the front lines. To, to be in that ministry area every Sunday morning, starting on February 5th and serving in that ministry area. For those of you who say, God, how do you want me to be a part of this? He may want you to be on a prayer team. We're gonna need to surround this in prayer. Praying with families on Sundays, praying with families throughout the week. For others of you, he may say, hey, we, we, we need some people who can just be on call. A lot of times, families with special needs, there's just emergencies that pop up or there's, water lines that burst, or there's an oven that goes out, or there's just life that happens and they don't really know who to turn to. And you may think, well, they can turn to me. I'll show up and help. For others of you, it might be that God's calling you to greater levels of generosity in your financial giving to take this ministry area and allow it to go further, faster, because it's fully resourced. But you see, church, I believe God's calling all of us to be a part of this in some, in some way. 
And so God, as we enter into this time of response, will, will you just speak to us? God, when we elevate your name and when we worship you for who you are, it's interesting how it's in those moments that we usually most clearly hear your voice. So God, speak to us. Show us how you want us to be a part of serving individuals who you created with a purpose. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're on our campus, would you stand as our team leads us in this time of response? <laughs>